Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, guys, week four in the NFL is about to kick off in about a half hour. Cincinnati Bengals, Jacksonville Jaguars. This is Laces Out, Jarrett Bailey, Kurt Homiser. With you as always, however you are listening, wherever you're listening, thank you so much for making us part of your day. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, it's always a good slate when we've got, you know, full NFL action going on. But, uh, you know, there's there's a few notable games as there are every week. And uh, we'll touch on that. We'll give our power rankings. We'll give our picks. Um, but how are you? I'm good. It's a, uh, a first off, it's happy National Podcast Day. So it that's is, why, uh, yeah. That's, that's why we're doing this today. And every day because we love podcasting and we love to share our work with you. Um, so yeah, quick shout out to everybody that's listening and everybody that has supported us throughout the way. It's National Podcast Day, so let's talk some football. Uh, week three is in the books already. Oh my god, uh, week three behind us and some concerning storylines, um, but also some fun storylines to talk about. And then, like you said, we got we got Jags and Bengals going on in just about half an hour. Um, so if you are listening in the coming days, this will be a little old, but we can uh, we can touch on it quickly um, just so that, you know, we're not, we're not giving them old news or anything. But right off the bat, Jags, Bengals, we get Burrow, we get Trevor Lawrence. First time that we've seen them since they were in college together. Not together, but against each other. Right. Who you got? I mean, I think Jacksonville's going to win tonight for two reasons. One, um, Trevor Lawrence has enjoyed airing that ball out. Jesse Bates isn't playing for Cincinnati. Um, and Thursday night games are weird like that. Um, so I think the Bengals are favored by seven and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. But I mean, I like Cincinnati. I think they're going to be in the midst. Of the, they'll be playing meaningful football throughout the year. Um, but uh, I mean, the Jaguars aren't going to lose every game. This just feels like one that it'll be a weird one, but they'll win. Why, why, are, why, why does the NFL just insist on giving us strange kind of bad Thursday night games? Thursday night is really the ugly stepchild of the NFL season. Like we had, we had Washington, New York two weeks ago. We had Houston, Carolina last week. Now we get Bengals, Jaguars. What's next week? Next week five. Okay, okay, they made up for it. They made up for it. Next week we get Rams, Seahawks. So, oh, on a Thursday, on a Thursday night, wow. that's acceptable. Uh, we can take that. But yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I think that. The Jags are, are a strange team. Um, I, I think the the hopes were running high when they when they first started the season. Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the savior, the godsend, the second coming of Andrew Luck, the best prospect in college football history. Not to say that he hasn't, you know, he hasn't lived up to that standard, maybe, but also he hasn't been playing terrible. Um, I, I I think that the the Bengals are coming off a hot week, beating beating the Steelers last week. Uh, they look good. They they move the ball well. Their defense is playing pretty deep. They're they're playing serviceably well. Um, like you said, Jesse Bates is out. So I think I I would roll a little bit maybe towards the Bengals um, this week. It it is in Cincinnati too. If that makes any mm-hmm. difference. Um, but yeah, I I don't want to harp on it too much. Like I said, just in case you know our wonderful listeners are listening on Saturday morning or something. But I do want to use this as a segue, talking about our, our younger quarterbacks, the new generation of NFL football, talking about Trevor Lawrence, and talking about all of these guys that are coming in. Justin Fields, uh, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, who we really haven't seen too much, uh, Mac Jones. It's been a little disappointing, if we're being honest here. Um, Zach Wilson, it's not all his fault. 
but he's looked pretty bad. Um, Mac Jones, his deep ball is maybe eight yards downfield. Uh, Trey Lance, he's got an exception. Thank you, thank you Matt Verderon, for that quote. <laughs> Trey Lance comes in maybe uh, what once once a game in the red zone and he runs it in for a touchdown. So he's played two plays this year. Both of them exactly. have gone for touchdowns, but like. So yeah, we can't judge him yet, and Justin Fields was on his backside nine times uh, against Cleveland last week. So it has not been pretty for these uh, young quarterbacks in this league. To you, I want to ask you maybe who has been the one that has, has not shined the most because nobody's really shined, but is it Trevor Lawrence? Is he maybe the, the best one out of the bunch so far just because he hasn't looked terrible yet? I mean, yeah, he's also got maybe the worst supporting cast around him too, mm-hmm. um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Like offensively, they've got guys. The offensive line just is a little bit shaky right now. They haven't had a run game, um, but I mean, Trevor's played okay. He has turned the ball over a lot, which is expected for a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, he hasn't looked god awful. I mean, Zach Wilson's had a couple bad games, uh, so that that's. When you look at the Jets, they've put up six points in their past two games. Zach Wilson threw four interceptions in one of those games. He's got seven on the year already. So does Trevor, though. So yeah. um, it's expected. It's nothing that we yes. haven't seen before. Rookie quarterbacks coming in, struggling a little bit off the bat. I think they're all going to get in gear as the year goes on. It's just, I mean, when you look at the Jets, they've lost a few pieces up front. Their defense isn't very good. Marcus May, their best defensive player, is now hurt. So they don't exactly have a lot of help on that side of the ball. And they're still a rebuilding team on the offensive side of the ball. So it's, it's, there's going to be growing pains. I think, I think Trevor's going to be fine. I think Zach Wilson's going to be fine. Justin Fields is put in a situation where he couldn't win in terms of playing the Browns with one of the best pass rushes in the league with the arguably the worst offensive line in the league. So that yeah, was, I, I was cringing for him. That was, that was yeah. terrifying. If you're, yeah. if you're a bears fan, you're, I mean, if you weren't living at, at Matt Nagy yet, you are now. And there's really it's nothing to else. Lose. Yes, exactly. And, you know, all this time it's been, we don't know who our starting quarterback is. He's flipping back and forth. Is it Andy Dalton? It's Nick Foles. Now he's in the fold. It's just, it's a mess. It's really, really a mess. And that's not the situation that you want to toss your rookie quarterback in that you moved up to trade for or you moved up to draft. It's not the situation that you want to add him in and say, you know, we're giving you the keys eventually. This isn't a good first impression. And if he's not angry, I, I mean, I would be angry if I were him. He just got sacked nine times. His offensive yeah. line couldn't block. They had one net pass, one one single net uh, passing yard in, in the game against Cleveland. Because of all the sacks, it, it minus out technically, but – it was just ugly. It was ugly. I wasn't expecting a lot because that Cleveland defense is very good, but I, I don't think I was expecting it to be that bad. I mean, Chicago just got stomped. They got stomped by Cleveland, and and Justin Fields just probably woke up pretty sore Monday morning. And we'll get into a little bit more Chicago later with our picks and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to be fine. Like Matt Nagy, I don't think he's going to see next year. Um, if they lose, uh, to I don't. Detroit, I don't think he's going to see the end of the season. <laughs> I if they lose to Detroit, I think that's something that we need to watch out for in terms of okay, now his seat is scorching. I don't. Yeah, I don't when is the be, change going to come? It would be yet um, because we are only entering week five after this. Yeah. So, you know, if they're you know, if they if they have two, three, four wins by week ten, I mean, 
what Chicago got to hold back? I mean, what do, what do they have to wait for? There's really nothing yeah. to wait for. Their defense is good. Their defense played pretty good against against Cleveland. They they played Baker Mayfield pretty well and controlled him. They you know Kareem Hunt had a, had a good day, but for what the offense was giving them, the defense played fairly well. Um, it's just I I, I don't I, I can't. <laughs> I just can't believe nine sacks, nine sacks for your rookie quarterback that you're trusting to be the future of your franchise. After what we just saw happen to Joe Burrow last season. I mean, these rookie quarterbacks need to be protected. I mean, all quarterbacks do, but especially your rookie that you invested a lot of capital with. Yeah. I'm, look, Matt Nagy has handled this not well. So I won't be surprised if, if he is gone after this year or if he's gone before the season's over. It's, it's just a mess in Chicago in terms of like, Worst handled situations. I think Chicago is definitely amongst the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could talk about the 49ers as well, but you know, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't played terrible. Like they, they don't have a reason to go to Trey Lance yet. I do think that obviously Trey Lance has the higher ceiling than Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. We know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. They don't really have a necessary reason to just say, okay, Jimmy, you're out. These right. next two games would be very telling, though. They play Seattle, and I believe they play the Rams in consecutive weeks. Then they have their bye week before playing Indianapolis. So Coming let's say that, that they, bye, they could they could make the switch then if they lose these next two games and Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't look great. We could this is where we could start seeing Trey Lance. So it'll that be interesting. Like to see. That seems like the perfect storm right there. I mean, it, it does seems like, you know, those are two very good opponents that you're going to go up against the Rams, who I have as the best team in football right now. And the yeah. Seahawks, who always give you fits when you play them. I mean, every time, every single game when there's a divisional game for the NFC West, it's always close goes to overtime, comes down to the final drive. I mean, those aren't easy games. And San Francisco has looked okay. Uh, they've been they've had a lot of injuries. Their running back room is a mess. Defense maybe hasn't been playing what we thought they would. I thought their defense would be a lot better. Uh, but it has been playing bad. Their, their defense as a whole has been playing pretty solid. Um, and like you said, I mean, you, we know at this point what we're getting in Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and I, I, I think at this point, you want to see him and the Steelers black and gold, but uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe after that bye I think week, I got. I think I got carried away with that. I was just really, <laughs> really frustrated on Sunday. Understandably, understandably, because uh, I'm sorry, Big Ben just, just he's done. He's I've done. talked enough about the Steelers. I'm sure, offense I'm sure you're sick of talking week. about it. I'm sure you're I'll sick touch of on. I'll about touch it. on it briefly. I'll touch on it briefly, just because this is our show, and I feel like I need to. The offensive line's horrible. Yes. There's there's not they were far too optimistic about it coming into the year. Um Ben hasn't played well. I'm not gonna put the the entirety of the blame on him because the offensive line is terrible. He doesn't have time to throw, but it's very evident that they don't believe in him to, to test the middle of the field. And if that's the case, then they shouldn't have brought him back in the first place. So the offense is bad and they were missing a bunch of defensive pieces. They are getting a lot of them back though. Highsmith, Watt, Devin yeah. Bush, Hayden's back. So like they're getting a lot of the guys that they're missing defensively back this week, which will help. But offensively, unless they, unless the offensive line just turns some sort of corner, it's, it's just going to be more of the same. That said, wouldn't put it past them to just go in there and somehow win this week because that just mm-hmm. seems to be what they do in these weird situations. So they're bad. It's not great. I've talked about it a lot in every sort of media that I work for. So it's, I'm, I'm sure you're sick of talking about it. But I, to, me, to me, the Steelers are just – it's strange to me because – it seemed like they were set on Najee Harris since the the last snap was called in, in the last Alabama game. It seems like they wanted Najee Harris. Okay, you got him. 
they brought in a couple pieces on the offensive line, but it's, it didn't do anything. I mean, the, the offensive line is probably worse than last year, I think. Um, oh, much. And it, it doesn't help Big Big Ben's case at all. And he can't throw the offenses pretty much just run through Najee Harris. I mean, he led the team in almost everything last week. I don't know. It it doesn't seem promising. Um, but like you said, I mean, they're they're a well coached team. They got a great defense. They're playing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers next week. So we'll see. We we shall see. Um it just makes me even angrier the, the Bills lost week one to them. The the offense goes through Deontay Johnson, who was not playing no. on Sunday no. against Cincinnati. And they've already gone back to the mantra of okay, we cannot run the ball. The swing pass to the running back is our new run game. <laughs> Deal with it. And then been through it sixty times. Mm-hmm. So it's it's horrendous. It's not good. Not ideal, especially not in a division like that. Uh with no. a, a powerhouse no. in Cleveland looking at you. And a sneaky good team in the Ravens, who maybe we all thought would take a step back with all their injuries, but I would you know, they, they beat the Chiefs. What 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 are you gonna say? The Ra- and look, I get that this is a lot of hypotheticals. The Ravens are Clyde Edwards Alaire putting two hands on the ball and Justin Tucker not having the leg of Jesus Christ from being 0 and 3. Like it's, it's they fair. are two freak plays away from being winless right it's now. Fair, now do, I, you, do I think that they're, can, do I think that they're, you, you can say that about I, almost every team I mean, at sure, this point yeah. in the season. I mean, you can, you can pick out a single play from, from any game that has happened so far. I know, this year. And I get they, that. You know, if you flip this play, this happens and then this team is 3 and 0. So, they won the game. Uh, they won both games. They probably sh- they really should not have beat the Lions. Um, it, with the delay of game, it was a good three seconds after that they didn't call it, and, and Justin Tucker still hit it. Um, honestly, I, I, if they would have called it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he still hit the field goal even after the penalty. I mean, he is absolutely money, and shout out to him because that's an incredible feat. But either way, the Ravens are still a good team. Uh, they're very, very – they have a very good coaching staff. Lamar Jackson, you can say what you want about him. He's he's come in clutch this year. And I I, I like the Ravens going forward. I don't love them. Uh, the AFC, maybe when we started this season, we said that the AFC was super strong from, you know, number one to number ten. But it doesn't seem like that. Um, teams like the Dolphins are falling off. Teams like the Colts are falling off. The Titans aren't quite what we thought they were. Uh, we thought maybe the Patriots might be in the running there. Does not seem like that's going to be the case. Uh, the Steelers are not very good. I mean, I don't know who you're talking about when when you say we when talking about the Patriots. I didn't think they'd be anything. Okay, fair, fair. But uh, I saw a lot of national media, of course, sure. because why wouldn't they? It's New England um, yes. hyping up the Patriots and Mac Jones. It's just it doesn't seem. It seems like there's tears, and you know, it's Bills, Chiefs at the top. And then, you know, who? I mean, the Browns, yes, yeah, I'll put them in the, in the same category. But after those three, who? I mean, the Titans aren't what we thought they were. The Ravens are very inconsistent. The Steelers are not very good. The Broncos are 3-0. and I like the Broncos this year. Only reason I like them is because their defense is good and they have an easy schedule. I don't think they're a powerhouse team. I think they're just going to win games. So, you know, you could maybe make an argument for your Chargers. I know you love the Chargers, and I, I know you love your Justin Herbert, uh, and so do I. Shout out to them. They just took down the Kansas City Chiefs in a great game. But 
it just seems like it's a lot more top heavy in the AFC than what we thought it was going to be. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of powerhouses in the NFL regardless. I mean, coming into every year, there's a maximum of five just super really like I think going into every year, there's a maximum of about six teams who could win the Super Bowl. There's going to be the six elite teams. There's mm-hmm. going to be some really good teams, some good teams, and then teams that are just kind of there. And, you know, right now, I mean, you said it like I know that Kansas City's one and two. They're they're still they're amongst fine. the best teams in the end. They're going to be fine. Yes. Their defense is a real problem, but they're fine. Um, They'll figure still, it out. They're they're well coached. They have great talent all over the board. I mean, and they have the Messiah and fifteen at quarterback. Like exactly. And you know, Matt talked about this too when we had him on last week. Like, if you don't think the Chiefs are still a threat, <laughs> I I don't know what do. to you're, say to you. You're like, a lost cause if you think that's the case because, like you said, fifteen and red. Big Red and Andy Reid, hoping you know he's doing well. His little scare, he had to yeah. leave the game, but yeah. um, they're they're fine. They have a gr- that's the thing too. They have a lot of talent on defense, but the defense has not really been playing very well. Um, but that's why I think that they'll be okay. They'll get it going. Their secondary is pretty much just Tyron Matthew. Uh, Juan Thornhill is good, but I don't, it's, it hasn't been what we what we thought it was going to be. It hasn't been what it was last year. Um, their defensive line with Frank Clark and, and D Ford is those are two good players that you want on the D line, but maybe haven't been playing the way that we thought they would. So they'll get it going. Um, now I got Josh Gordon on board and who knows what's so going to be happening. Talk about Josh Gordon. Say what you want about Josh Gordon and the ridiculous amount of chances that he has gotten from this league. Every time he comes back, he, he has hundred yards. He has two touchdowns. I mean, he has, he plays well, he's a good player. But he doesn't last for more than three, four weeks in the league. Exactly. He had one year in which he led the league in receiving. And look, I get it. He did it in like 12 games, and that's remarkable. I don't care. And look, that's not a slight against Josh Gordon or anything. Like, I don't have anything against Josh Gordon. I'm just tired of this becoming a yearly tradition where Josh Gordon gets reinstated and signs with the team, and all of a sudden they're a super powerhouse. Yeah, I, I don't, don't understand get it. it. And now, don't get me wrong. Kansas City is going to be fine with or without Josh Gordon. I'm just saying. Right. Like, it just, it's just if, a if story for you. If it does work out though, and he plays well, maybe not even maybe not even to the level that we've seen him play. That's a big addition because sure. Travis Kelsey has been playing very well this year, same as always. Tyree Kill had a good week one, uh, and then kind of dropped out, dropped off the past two weeks. He'll be fine. He's still one of the best wide receivers in football. Still only three weeks in, folks. Like, exactly. We've still got exactly. 15 weeks to go. It's right. a long um, season. If I know anything about these Chiefs, they will never back down. They will never go anywhere. They will always be there. Um, so, let's see. Who do the Chiefs play this week? Do we know? Um, Philadelphia. We're going to win a right. public murder. Right. So, yes, it should be a very good bounce-back game, a game that they probably need because they play Buffalo in week five. And Sunday night football – at Arrowhead. Oh, is that the Bills Sunday night game? game? Bills are coming for revenge because they still feel that they got that bad taste in their mouth from the AFC championship game. It's If the Chiefs play like they have these past two weeks the, and the Bills play like they did against Washington, I, I get it. Washington is not Kansas City. But the game plan that they had, the Bills will roll over them, and it's not going to happen. But I'm just saying – Chiefs needed to get it together, and they have a perfect chance to do that with the Philadelphia Eagles this week. They do. And in terms of, you know, Buffalo, Kansas City, there's a, regardless of what happens that game, it would not shock me if we see those two again playing each other in the AFC Championship game. I think I that's would, what it's going to be. So. I think that's what it's going to be, you know, if I had to pick it right now. 
Um, it's what I picked going into the season. So it's, both, it's going it's going to be Buffalo, Kansas City, or Cleveland in the AFC Championship. Yeah, I really, yeah. really cannot see it any any other way. Two of those three teams are going to be in it. Um, it just depends on how the playoff seating shakes out and who plays who. But I just don't see anybody else that could make it to the AFC Championship. I don't see anybody else in the AFC that could beat those three teams. I really don't. I think that the Chargers, if they're hot, they can knock off Cleveland. I think that the, that's my pick. Like yeah. Denver would be in there, but like it's not against Teddy Bridgewater. He's playing really well right now. But you know, if I'm you know looking at different quarterbacks, uh, do I want? Do I believe mm-hmm. more in Justin Herbert or Teddy Bridgewater? I believe right. more in Justin Herbert. But speaking of believe, um, exciting news: our podcast is partnering with PlayActionPools.com this season to bring you some interactive fun to the sport that we love most. You will be able to get in on the action with our PlayActionPools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em at PlayActionPools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to PlayActionPools.com, sign up for the contest, Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as a cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all your office sports pools. We love making picks. We love to help you make picks. So we'll give you some ideas here. We'll give you our picks for this week. Uh, we'll review our picks from last week, which I did not do very well in. <laughs> um, I had I had the Titans. They won. Had the Seahawks, they lost to the Vikings. I had the Giants, they lost to the Falcons. I had your Steelers, they lost to the Bengals. But I picked the Packers, so I went two and three. Um, not not terrible, but not not what I wanted uh, after going four and one the week before. So I am now nine and six on our little pick'em's pool so far this season. All right, last week I picked the Patriots, who did not win. I picked the Giants, who did not win. Uh, but I did pick the Rams to beat the Buccaneers. I picked the Packers to beat the 49ers, and I picked the Raiders to beat the Dolphins. So I went three and two. I am ten and five right now Ooh, in okay. our pick'em challenge. So let's get into our picks before we hit our power rankings to send us into Week Four. Uh, Kurt, who is your first pick of the week? My first pick of this week. Uh, I'm the game hasn't kicked off yet, so I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I know you like the Jaguars, but I yeah. like the Bengals tonight. Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase has been a surprise because all offseason and all training camp, all we heard is this guy can't catch a cold. And look at him. He's taking the lead but league by storm. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, that is a very, very underrated wide receiver group. Joe Burrow playing decently well. Uh, I think he's he's doing better. You know, he, he's coming along. He had a serious injury. I wouldn't expect him to come out of the gates guns a blazing but it'll come and uh, i think this is a good chance for him to do it against the jaguars so i'm going with the Bengals tonight yeah t higgins also out tonight by the way so out and tate another guy to watch out for in that receiving court doesn't change my pick though doesn't change i know i know all right my first pick i'm gonna take the lions to beat the bears um okay the you know the lions i get that they're oh and three they're they're playing much better than oh and three football team Mm -hmm. they should they very well could be one and two they very well should be one and two right now after last week um, Jared Goff has moved the ball really well. He moved it really well against Green Bay. Um, and I, I, I expect them to keep playing well um, against a Bears team that is just – they don't know what they're doing offensively. Their offensive line's terrible. Lions are top 10 in the NFL in pass rush right now, which is something I didn't expect. So the offense is exceeding expectations. The defense is actually 
doing a lot of things right right now, which is good to see. Um, so, yeah, I think that the Lions will get their first win of the season. Matt Nagy's seat will be on fire. And uh, we'll see what happens with the Bears going forward. But, yeah, Jared Goff and the Lions get uh, a win on the road in Soldier Field against the Bears. Interested to see uh, who's going to be starting quarterback for the Bears for that game because apparently Justin Fields has an uh, injury now. So oh, uh, we'll he'll see. be starting. <laughs> we'll see. But my next pick, the Raiders started at 3-0. and I had them winning three games all season. Raider Nation, I'm very sorry. I was wrong, but they're not going to win this week. Uh, I'm picking the Chargers over the Raiders. The Raiders have been playing well. They really have. Derek Carr has been playing like a top 10 quarterback. Their defense their defense has been coming in clutch when they're needed. Um, but the Chargers are riding the high. They just took down the big behemoth and the Chiefs. Justin Herbert's playing, playing great football. And his entire supporting cast has been playing great. Mike Williams had a huge game. I like the Chargers. Um, I think that... They're going to maybe bring bring the Raiders down to earth a little bit. Uh, that is Monday night football, so Chargers at home versus the Raiders. I'm going with uh, Los Angeles. Chargers are also one of my picks, so I can just kind of echo what you just said there. Um, the Chargers are starting to really come into their own. Uh, Justin Herbert has had a fantastic season in terms of just lighting up opposing defenses thus far. Mike Williams has had a hell of a mm-hmm. season so far. So yeah. um, Keenan Allen has also looked really – their passing attack has just been unstoppable. Um, so yeah, uh, I think the Chargers will uh, continue this little hot streak that they're on. Kind of parlay a win against the uh, the Chiefs into another divisional win against the Raiders. Get to three and one on the year, and uh, kind of take control early on in this AFC West, and uh, you know see how long they can hold on to that. I think we're going to be a, a playoff team. It's just a matter of where they fall. So yeah, I will also take the Chargers over the Raiders. Okay, my third pick. Uh, now the Panthers are three and zero. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not too much of a surprise. We we were both we both liked the Panthers a lot this year, um, but I think they get their first loss. Uh, I, I really, you know, they're they're bound to lose at some time. They're a good team, but the Cowboys in Dallas, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has been looking great. Um, very good. He he really he lit up the Eagles. You can say what you want about the Eagles, but he looked he looks very good this year. Uh, Zeke was kind of back to his old form last week against the Eagles as well. And their defense has been playing well, maybe surprisingly well, because Trayvon Diggs, man, Trayvon yes. Diggs is wow. I was I was very very down on Dallas's defense, and they really haven't been playing great football, but they play okay football. They 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 can win <laughs> games with that defense, and like you said, Trayvon Diggs has been playing very 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 solid. Um, so I like Dallas. Dallas is going to score a lot of points. I don't know if Carolina can kind of match that. Christian McCaffrey's out for we don't really know how long. So I like Carolina too, but I, I like Dallas a lot to uh, put up some points this week. Yeah, I think the real Jalen Hurts finally stood up. So if that keeps happening, I will gladly take my victory lap. Um, second pick of the week, uh, Indianapolis Colts over the Miami Dolphins because the Dolphins are a toilet salad right now. Okay. Um, look, the, the Colts, again, another team that is not as bad as their 0-3 record says. Very well Terrible could have beat the Rams. The season. They, they've yeah. had such a hard start to the season. Yeah, and also dealt with injuries as well. But mm-hmm. um, this is a situation, that a game that they need to win. Um, and the Dolphins are a team that outside of their secondary, I don't see a unit that scares me. I'm not scared of Jacoby Brissett by any means. No offense, Jacoby Brissett. Um, but yeah, I think this is a game. I mean, they're better defensively. They're more skilled offensively. Uh, they need this win. On the road in Miami, I think that they get it. Uh, so I will take the Colts over the Dolphins. Okay, uh, let's see. My next pick, 
maybe a little bit of a surprise. Uh, maybe, but maybe not. You know how I feel about this team. They're three and zero. They've had a cakewalk of a schedule so far. I'm picking the Broncos to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I like it. it. It's it's in Denver. Denver's had a lot of injuries this year. They lost Jerry Judy for a few weeks. Uh, they lost Bradley Chubb for a few weeks. They lose KJ Hamler for the whole season. So they've had some injuries, but Cortland Sutton's been playing very good. Uh, Melvin, Melvin Gordon's playing good too. And like you said, Teddy Bridgewater's playing surprisingly well this year. So I like the Broncos. I do. The Baltimore Ravens, like you said, just got just got by the Detroit Lions by the great greatness of uh, Justin Tucker. So I think I think the Broncos could do it in Denver, mile high. Lamar's going to be running for his life and asking for the oxygen tank because the air is so thin up there. <laughs> I, I like Denver this week. I think they go four and zero, and their schedule is easy down the stretch. It started off easy; it's going easy. Keep going, Denver. I'm rooting for you. I think the Broncos are going to win as well. I'm not going to make it one of my picks just because, you know, okay, I don't want us right. to, to coincide so much. But, yes, I do think <laughs> that the Broncos win as well. It's a game I bet on. I will say that, though. All right. Um, so uh, my third pick, um, I will take the Seahawks to beat the 49ers. Um, this is where we start to hear the Trey Lance chants get a little bit louder as the <laughs> season progresses. Um, look, Seattle's just better. Um you know, when I look at Russell Wilson and Jimmy Garoppolo uh, and the Seahawks offense compared to the 49ers offense, I mean, obviously the Seahawks offense is it's much better. You look at the skill position guys they have, Tyler Lockett continues to just tear up this league. Russell Wilson's incredible. I don't think Russell Wilson has an interception yet this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I have to look, but I would not be surprised if he doesn't. Um, so, I mean, th- their offense is very good. Defensively, I still want to see more, obviously. Um, but... You know, the 49ers offense is an offense that doesn't really horrify me. They're not a terrible offense by any means, but they're not a great one either. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the Packers held them in check on the ground and the Packers defense isn't all that great either. So I, I think that Seattle gets a win and, uh, you know, San Francisco losers of two straight at that point. You know, we're going to start hearing the murmurs as they head into yeah. a very important game. Uh, the following week as well. I can't remember if it's against the Rams or the Cardinals. I, I think I, it is in look, division, though. I can look as we speak. Um, yeah. The 49ers play the Cardinals. They play the Cardinals next week. So, yes. Regardless, yeah. not an easy game. So That is a tough, tough division. You're going to have to face those teams twice a year. So, you think we hear uh, some, some Trey Lance chants in Levi I mean, Stadium this oh, Sunday? Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, especially if they get down like big. Uh, yep. If it if it turns into like a runaway game for Seattle and they're down like twenty one to like six in the second quarter, by all means, we Levi's is gonna they love Trey Lance like they do. How you could know, you I'm, not? I mean, I'm a member of 49ers Twitter, <laughs> and that is always a hot topic is, is the quarterback discussion. So, um, yeah, it won't it won't surprise me if we do hear that. Um, we're going to see Trey Lance at some point this season. It's just yep. a matter of when, not if. So I'll take the the Seahawks to beat the 49ers. I agree. Um, okay. So my fifth and final pick, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Browns played the Vikings. The Vikings had a good game last week. They played the Seahawks. They beat them pretty convincingly. Um, it was, it was close for a little bit. Um, but then they came back and I just, the Browns are just too good. The Browns are such a complete team. Odell Beckham Jr. coming back now. He was he had his first game back last week. 
Their defense is still playing lights out all over the field. They just came off of a nine-sack game. Uh, I believe Dalvin Cook's dealing with an injury. I don't know if he's out for maybe – I don't know if they announced if he's out for a few weeks or not. But either way, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, they're so good on paper, but they just can't translate that into games. They're very inconsistent. The Browns are consistent so far this season, um, and Baker Mayfield has been – I don't think he's been great. Do you think I wouldn't say he's been great, even though he's been they, good. I mean, you look at his numbers, they're not anything gaudy, but he's played well. Right. Right. I, I, I'd agree with that. Um, so yeah, I, I think Cleveland wins this game. I think they win it pretty convincingly. Um, Browns over the Vikings. So here, let me give my, my five picks. I got the Bengals tonight. I got the Broncos over uh, the Ravens. I got the chargers. I got Cowboys and Browns for week four. All right. So this is going to be where we differ. Cause I'm picking the Vikings actually to beat the Ooh. Browns. Um, Kirk Cousins is playing phenomenal football. Um, yes, they're only sitting at one and two right now, but Kirk Cousins, you look at his numbers, he hasn't thrown an interception yet this year. He's playing phenomenal. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, passing game looks really good. I think it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be one of those games that's going to go, you know, 33-30, something like that. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, but to me, I mean, I like Kirk Cousins more than I like Baker Mayfield. Um, and that's not a diss on Baker Mayfield. I like both of these guys. I just think Kirk Cousins has been criminally underrated and, Given so much unneeded hate, so much throughout the I, last I've few always years. been I've always been high on the Vikings. I was super high on them last year, and they got you were dealt with so many injuries. And like I said, I mean, I was high on them again this year too. But they're so good on paper; they have so much talent. Adam Thielen, Delvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, those three. Oh, the players. offense isn't the problem; it's the defense that's the problem. Fair, yeah, that's fair. And I mean, Daniil Hunter dealt with injuries all last season, and he's back this year, but. It's just I, I want them to be good. I really do because their division is bad. If they if they could figure it out, if their defense was just a touch better, I think they could compete with the Packers. And I, I think they split the season series with the Packers this year. I don't think the Packers sweep them. Um, I, I just want them to be good. I don't know why. I just do. I just I, I like Justin Jefferson. I like Adam Thielen. I like Dalvin Cook. And I got no problem with Kirk Cousins. I like him too. Yeah, I think that they get the job done this week. They get to two and two. Cleveland goes down to two and two. Um, regardless, Cleveland's still a really good team. Minnesota, I mean, offensively, they're very good. Defensively, I mean, they're just going to get held back throughout the year because of their defense. So my five picks are the Lions, the Colts, the Seahawks, the Chargers, and the Vikings going into week four. Um, obviously, we had a week three. We'll do our power rankings now based off of, you know, what's happened up to this point. Um, mine, no, it, I don't know how to, how to describe this. Um, you know, I had a team that won that moved down three spots. Um, and I've had, they say they stayed somewhat consistent. I had one big jumper. Um, but for the most part, they stayed relatively consistent. It's, it's weird to do power rankings now, only three weeks into the season, because you can do power rankings two different ways. You can do power rankings, you know, how they are in this very moment after this past week that we just did. Or you could do it how they are as, as a team together, as a whole. total, as a whole. Um, I kind of do mine more team as a whole. You know, if That's you what do I it, do. Yeah. If you do it right now, maybe you have the Raiders up a little higher. Maybe you have the Broncos up a little higher. I, I, I don't I don't have them in, in my top ten. Um, and I'll kind of give my explanation as we go here. But I'll start it off here. We'll go ten through one. Uh, I have the Ravens at number ten. I like the Ravens this year. I kind of touched on them a little bit before. They just dealt with a lot of injuries that we really thought would just derail them, and it hasn't. Uh, they've been 
They've been playing well. They beat the Chiefs. They finally did it. You beat the Chiefs, thankfully, uh, for Ravens fans' sake. So I have them at 10. I have the 49ers at 9. They put up a fight against the Packers, and I just I just like the team. I like the defense a lot. Brandon Ayuk, uh, Debo Samuel, who's been having a heck of a year. If they can figure out their run game, get some get some guys healthy, their offensive line is very, very good. So if they can get their run game back on track, maybe we see them make a move for a guy like Marlon Mack, who's on the trade block from Indianapolis. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I, I like the I like the 49ers. I think they're going to win, win some games, and we've already touched on it. I think Trey Lance comes in eventually and maybe wins even more games. Um, number eight, I have the Chargers. They just took down the Chiefs. It looks like they're getting hot. It looks like they're getting ready to go. For the rest of the season, Justin Herbert's playing like a top 10 quarterback. Um, number seven, I have the Cardinals. They keep they keep rolling on. They keep rolling on. Kyler Murray looks maybe MVP dark horse this year. He had an interception last week, but he's looking good, and their defense is looking good. I like the Cardinals. Their division is just so hard this year. Um, I, I wasn't too high on them at the start of the year. I'll, I'll admit that. But just because their, their schedule has been hard, but they've been surprising me and they've been playing pretty well. Um, so I have the, the Cardinals at seven and I have the Packers at six. They figured it out after week one. It was Aaron Rodgers is sabotaging this whole thing from the inside out. Uh, that's not the case. Devontae Adams is an incredible talent. Aaron Jones is playing great football, top five running back in the league, I think. Um, and their defense played well. Their defense isn't great, but it's it's good. Um, so I, I got the Packers in at six. So that's my 10 through six there. All right. So I also have the Ravens at 10 down from seven from week three. Um, it's just, I mean, it's the same thing I pointed out earlier. You know, it's what I've always felt about the Ravens. You know, Lamar Jackson is an incredible talent, but you look at how he's passing the ball right now. Granted, Hollywood Brown did have a couple of egregious drops. I'm not going to put that on Lamar Jackson. Um, but regardless, he went 16 to 31. He's bottom half of the league um, and QBR, passer rating, passing yard, like and he's barely completing 60% of his passes. So, you know, it's the same thing that I've always said about Lamar. You know, once he develops uh, a more consistent uh, arm in terms of passing the ball, then I will come around more to him. Until then, that's just going to be how I feel. Number nine, the Raiders. Uh, they were number 10 last week, uh, up one after beating the Dolphins in overtime. Started off slow. Ended hot, won in overtime. Good for them. Uh, number eight, Carolina. They were number nine last week, and I moved them up one after they beat Houston on Thursday Night Football. Sam Darnold did it mostly without Christian McCaffrey, and he had a back-to-back 300-yard passing games. Love everything that Sam Darnold's doing right now. They acquire C.J. Henderson from the Jaguars to give them a little bit of relief until J.C. Horn gets back. And when J.C. Horn does get back, we're staring at a secondary that features C.J. Henderson, J.C. Horn, A.J. Boulier, uh, and a lot of other guys. So Carolina's going to be good for a while. Yes. Uh, Green Bay is at number seven. I didn't have them in my top 10 last week. Um, so they, they're making that jump. Uh, everything that you just said, Kurt, it, you know, week one was an albatross. Um, they're going to be fine. Aaron Rodgers is still fantastic. The offense is still fantastic. They'll be fine. And I have Cleveland number six. I didn't move them up or down. They did what they should have done against a quarterback uh, that has, was making his first career start and a coach that's incompetent. So they did what they were supposed to do against the Bears. Uh, we'll, we'll learn a little bit more about them this week against the Vikings. So that is my 10 through six. Okay. I have the Browns at five. Um, pretty much everything that you just said. Um, they're a good team. They're a good all around team. 
and they're, they're going to win some games this year. I still think that they win the division, even with the Ravens still kind of hanging around. Um, Browns at five. I have the Chiefs at four. And I had people on Twitter saying to me, like, no, they've lost two in a row. They should be sitting around 14. They're a powerhouse team in this league. They're probably a guarantee for the AFC championship. Um, Patrick Mahomes doesn't really struggle in September. He doesn't really struggle in the first couple of weeks of the year. We haven't seen that in his career so far, but you got to do it sometime. So why not just get it out now, get out all the bad games now, uh, maybe save it for week five too. You can get out that bad game there too with the Buffalo Bills. Um, but the Chiefs are at four for me. I got the Bucks at three. And I had a lot of people saying that the Bucks are a better team than the Bills. The Bucks are a more complete team than the Bills. I don't know. Um, obviously, it's Tom Brady. He's one of the greatest of all time. But I don't know. I, 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 What would you say? Do you think the Bucs have a better overall roster than the Buffalo Bills right now? Because the Bucs are dealing with some injuries. They have a lot of names. They have a lot of names. And they're good players. But I feel like people get kind of caught up in the great player, like the great names that they have on that roster. Um, I would say Buffalo is better in the secondary. That's not much of a debate. Everywhere else, I would probably take Tampa Bay. Tampa, Tampa Bay hasn't been playing well. I, I'm not going to say they haven't been playing well. They haven't been playing the Super Bowl caliber that they were last year. Um, their defense has definitely dropped off quite a bit this year. Um, but again, early in the season, they're still led by Tom Brady. And I think we haven't even talked about this. Can we talk about this after our power rankings? The the, the game Sunday night, please. Oh um, yeah, let's touch on that. So I have the Bucks at three. I have the Bills at two. Just they played the closest thing that you can play to a perfect football game against Washington. Um, they had another special teams error, which they had week one against the Steelers. They had a fluke screen pass to Antonio Gibson, who just took it to the house. That's fine. They they looked pristine on offense. Josh Allen was back to his old ways. Defense is still playing great. They are uh, they're getting hot at the right time, I think. Uh, so Bills at two and Rams at one. Rams just, I think they're the best team in football. Matt yeah. Stafford is just playing with a vengeance to say, you know what, I've been here this whole time. You guys don't give me love. So I'm rooting for the Rams this year. I really, I really am. Uh, I'll say Rams Bills Super Bowl. That's my that's my early pick so far right now. But I'll let you have the floor for your five through one. So I have a confession. I accidentally read the wrong power rankings. Oh, um, my, I know. I'm sorry. So let me omit my 10 through six. So my 10 <laughs> through six final final, I promise scouts. What, what did, what did you do? Did you, did you so that was my rough, So no, no, no. I made like a rough draft of what I was going to post on goal to go. Uh, my, my new site, go give that a follow. That's where my power rankings are every week. Give that a okay. follow. If you like wrestling too. All right. Um, so I did like my rough draft of that. And I realized I left out the chiefs. I was like, oh, wait, that's not right. So I had to go back and re-edit it. So 10 through 6, and then I'll do my 5 through 1. My 10 through 6, the Raiders at 10, Panthers at 9. I have the Chiefs at 8 because their defense is horrible okay. right now. Okay. They're going to jump up after this week. I, I understand that. I just Right now, that's yep. where they belong. Uh, Chiefs at 8, Packers at 7, Browns at 6. So the only thing that changes there is that the Chiefs go to 8, Panthers and Raiders move down 1, and I knock the Ravens out completely. Okay. The only right. thing that changed. So number 5 for me, Arizona Cardinals. Aside from a blo- uh, from a, a, a missed field goal return for a touchdown that gave Jacksonville, you know, some momentum, they they were fine. Kyler does need to, you know, cut down on the turnovers a little bit. That's the only concern I have about them. Their defense looks pretty solid. Um, I love everything about the Cardinals right now. 
the Chargers, my Chargers are number four. Um, you know, they had the win against Washington week one. You know, Justin Herbert looked good. They didn't put up a whole lot of points. Uh, they shoot themselves in the foot against Dallas, and then they rebound against uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. And maybe the Chargers' biggest win in the last half decade. I can't think of a bigger one since then. Um, so everything that they have been doing the past few weeks has been very good. And Justin Herbert is incredible. Uh, I got your bills at number three. Um, you just said it. They just played a remarkable game. They dropped 40 on a, a good Washington team. And uh, Josh Allen seems to uh, look like his 2020 self finally after you know a, a, a two weeks that didn't seem like the Josh Allen we now know and love. But it seems that he's finally found that, and uh, hopefully they can carry that forward. I've got Tampa Bay at two. Yes, they lost to the Rams, but the Rams are a remarkable team. Um, defensively, they do have problems though, uh, in the secondary. The front seven's still solid, uh, but secondary-wise, uh, they have real problems. And then they signed Richard Sherman. So you know, We'll see how that, that goes. It must be nice being a fan of a team who's proactive and recognizes their problems and goes out and gets guys to fix their problems. I sense uh, some, uh, some anger coming from your end, some sarcasm and anger. Yeah, well, when you have injured uh, pass rushers and an offensive line that's horrible, you just call up practice squad guys and say, oh, it's the Steeler way. Whatever, I don't care. Buccaneers are number two. And then the the Rams are number one. Matthew Stafford is looking like uh, an MVP candidate. Cooper Cup is as well. They are quickly becoming the best quarterback wide receiver tandem in football right now. Um, I'm just waiting. My fantasy team is patiently waiting for Robert Woods to get in on the fun. Uh, <laughs> he's so, just standing on the sidelines twiddling his thumbs so uh my five through one after reading my 10 through six again the cardinals the chargers the bills the buccaneers and the rams uh you okay, did before before we before we end the show i really do want to talk yeah. about the massacre that is going to be happening in foxborough because <laughs> i really really do think that tom brady is going to come in there and just put a beat down on them and it's not even me saying that I want to see it because I kind of do, but I just, I can't believe that I'm rooting for Brady and, and Gronkowski, but I think that they're just going to have a field day. And the Pats have always had a good defense. They have a good defense. Now, JC Jackson's a great uh, corner. That's, you know, Matt Judon in the, in the front seven. They're okay. Uh, Stefan Gilmore still out. So their defense is okay, but their offense just, they're not going to be able to move the ball on Tampa Bay. I really, I think it's going to be a two-score game, three-score game, and maybe we just see Brady and Belichick walk off the field and not even acknowledge each other. That'll be the most interesting part of that entire thing. I just want to see what happens after the game. Just at the end, at the yeah. End, I don't. I really don't know because when Brady loses, he doesn't like to give handshakes. When Belichick loses, he doesn't like to give handshakes. So, what's it going to be? I feel like they have to. They, they got to hug each other or something right i hope so i mean I, everything coming out in the seth wickersham book about how you know tom wanted to meet in person mm-hmm. with bill you know telling him like hey you know i am gonna leave and bill said he wasn't available and <laughs> insisted they talk on the phone so i don't know there, there's definitely gonna be it's i'm looking forward to the you know 30 seconds after the game more than i'm looking forward to the game but <laughs> The game's um, not going to be entertaining. I, it's just going to be a beatdown. I really do. You think it's going to be a beatdown? Or do you agree with me? Or you think it's going to be close? I think it'll be close for like the first quarter and a half. Like the Patriots defense is good. Like Judon, Josh Use, Uche, like Judon, I think has three and a half sacks. Uche has three. So mm-hmm. their pass rush has been pretty good. And then JC Jackson's just a freak of nature right now. So the defense is solid. I think Brady, 
Brady knows, I think the Buccaneers know that Patriots offense can't move the ball downfield. So their secondary doesn't really have to worry that much. I think Brady's going to be like, okay, you know, I can afford to take a few chances. He might turn the ball over once or twice, but the Patriots aren't going to be able to move the ball because like you said earlier, I mean, Mac Jones's deep ball is, you know, not very far. So uh, they're going to live in the underneath passing game. The Buccaneers, that's where their defense kind of thrives. So, I mean, if if anybody knows anybody, Belichick knows Brady. Brady knows Belichick. They know how each other operates. They know what their flaws are. They know what their strengths are. So whose favor is going to play off to more? Um, I would lean Tom Brady because, you know, he knows how uh, Bill Belichick coaches. He knows his schemes. He went up against that Patriots uh, defense in practice and that defensive scheme. So, I just think I don't even isn't the spread only like six points or something? Spread like seven. Two? I bet that seven. easy. Oh uh, yeah, I would take Bucks minus ten. I think. Um, yeah. Like you said, though, I think uh, I think the most interesting part is going to be the ending. And is Foxborough going to boo him? They should not. But I also would not be totally surprised if at the end of the game the Bucks are walking off with a twenty point win. Hmm. There will probably be some snotty. Boston fans that are booing Tom Brady and Rob <laughs> Gronkowski for getting them too many rings to count. So it, it'll be a fun night all around. I'm glad that it's Sunday Night Football, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth calling the game because they're fantastic. I love Al Michaels. I love Chris Collinsworth. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm glad that they're the ones who get the game. Um, no, it's going to be a fun weekend. Um for most fans, I feel like it's going to be another long one for me. But at the same time, like I said earlier, would not be surprised if they just decide to play really well and win. Is that um, is that a one o'clock game or what is it? It's a one o'clock game. Jim Nance and Tony Romo are the ones calling it, so mm. um, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm, well, we get to see the AFC uh, Offensive Player of the Week go up against the Houston Texans. So Josh Allen is probably not going to play the fourth quarter. We'll probably see Money Mitch in there. Davis Mills going up against a very stout Bills defense. Um, so I am very much looking forward to Sunday at 1 o'clock. The line for that is 17. It is. I know. I, I, I'm i not betting minus take, 17. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, That's maybe. too big. I think that, you know, if if they're up by a lot, if the Bills are up by a lot and they put in Mitch Trubisky, there will probably be some garbage time points that come. So I would just be tempted to take minus 17 i really would i'd buy a few points like i would go buffalo like minus eight i'd be fine with that yeah oh yeah oh yeah me too we'll see what happens though i'm excited though i mean as always we've got a good slate out of us i'm just i'm horrified that i'm gonna have to spend another week writing about how horrible the steelers offensive line was and how ben roethlisberger might get pulled at some point put in dwayne haskins if i hear one more person say put in dwayne haskins Wait, well, look. I feel like it's a it's a similar it's a very similar situation to what happened with Eli Manning because it was. Oh no, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that maybe it won't happen. I'm saying if Ben does get pulled, it's not going to be for Haskins. It's going to be for Rudolph because Rudolph's a lot better right now. And he's been in the system before. And yeah, but exactly. I, I I just think it's it's similar to the Eli Manning situation because it was you know Eli Manning was the Iron Man. He's been around for he hasn't missed a game and he's been around yeah. for however many years and it was a big it was a big deal when he got pulled. Um. You know, Ben's missed games. He was out, and he, he missed games a few years ago. And it's might it might not be the same exact thing, but it's also that's a big deal. I mean, he's been your franchise for ten plus years, and 
it's it's not easy to just give them the yank and tell them to get get lost. Um, so I don't know. I think they stick with him unless there's an injury. I, I really I don't think that they pull him. I, well, I'd be surprised. I don't think they're going to either. Um, assuming that he retires after this year, he will retire as the player with the most years spent with just one team at 18. So, wow. okay. fun little side nugget. Fun and fact. he, if one more touchdown gets 400 for his career, he'll be the eighth person to do that. And he's 231 yards away from passing Dan Marino on the all-time passing yards list. So, a lot of, this week. A well, lot of different isn't, things. Isn't Brady only like... He's only like a couple. Tom Brady's sixty-three yards away from breaking eighty thousand. Yeah, it's unbelievable number when you think about it. But um, there's going to be a lot of records that fall this year, this week. Yes, Um, yes, yes. yes. Bet another, another, another Ben stat. I know I'm full of them. Uh, Eighteen straight games with a passing touchdown, which is the longest streak in the NFL. So it's pretty pretty likely that he'll get to four hundred this week. Um, In terms of the Marino record, I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot to play out this week for Pittsburgh, but now, now I feel like I need a fun fact. Um, I, I think I don't know. I'm probably going to mess this up, but I think Josh Allen he just got his hundredth touchdown total touchdown, and I think he's like the fast. Oh my god, fifth mm-hmm. fastest player to get there. I believe that's what it was. Don't quote me on it, but I feel like I need to bring a fun fact to the table here. So that's my fun fact for the day. Okay, well we'll have to <laughs> fact check that, but that is okay. fine by me. Uh, before we go, Kurt, where can I find you on Twitter? Find me at Kurt K-U-R-T Hamaser H-A-U-M-E-S-S-E-R 88. All my work with Fansided, all my work with Buffalo Rumblings. I got an article coming out tomorrow. We'll have some fun this weekend when Davis Mills comes to town, and I can't wait. So follow along with me there. Jarrett, where can they find you? The person, the really mean person in me just hopes that Houston just pulls this crazy upset. I, just think, I, just think <laughs> I would be, be so shocked and so heartbroken if that happened. <laughs> I don't think it will, but you can find me on Twitter at jbaileynfl. Um, everything with fan side at Pittsburgh Sports Now. Um, some perhaps new betting content coming. Um, mm-hmm. Slight tease. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens with that. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, every the three pieces I got a week for fan sided, um, and then Pittsburgh Sports Now, all the Steelers news and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I also have a horror podcast coming uh, in cool. the next few weeks. Good. Yeah, talking everything about uh, Halloween. I'm excited. You know how much I love. Now, now is this is this just going to last during the Halloween season? Or are you going to keep this I going? Don't, all year? Um, I think it's going to be an all year thing. Uh, me and uh, Jake are both share a love for horror. Sweet. Um, so uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of horror films. Uh, I have seen the the Halloween movies, and I, I saw the most recent one that came out, and it was good. Um, but no, I am not a a horror film fanatic. I do not like scary movies, and so catch me watching the comedy. Yes. <laughs> all right so yeah it's gonna start right around when the new halloween movie does come out october 15th i will be there i'm excited another one coming out Sorry. yeah so no it's okay so <laughs> the they have a trilogy of these ones so first yeah, okay. one was like, uh, halloween then halloween kills halloween ends so that's what okay. happened but yes new horror podcast as well so thank Sweet. you so much as always for tuning into us every week it means a lot to us we will see you next week as we do each week to recap all the action that happened preview what's to come next kurt homster Jarrett bailey this is Laces Out. We will see you guys after week four and recap everything that went down. We'll see you then. See you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.